The biggest task for the president may not be selecting the various leaders for the ministries in his government, but assuring Kenyans that the chosen ones will serve them impartially, regardless of their age, tribe or gender. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Uh, So, it's, uh, excuse me, (laughs) I'm just drinking water tonight, so uh, it's a a Wednesday again and we're back live uh, and we've got a fantastic show planned. Uh, Something's going to happen a little different, something I was not used to until maybe seven minutes ago. Uh, but uh, if you are joining uh, for the first time, welcome to Radio Regardless. Uh, again, this is your non-standard blend of irrespective of regardless. And if you would like to leave a question or comment, you could uh, leave our email. You could do it on the email, radioirregardless at gmail.com. You could even call at 978-219-9294. Uh, and you can also Skype. However, I am not running Skype tonight, so don't try that. <laughs> But we've got a uh, we've got a fantastic show. A lot of things going on, uh, and I'm still doing a little bit of work right now. But before we uh, waste any more time, let's just go right into it. How about the happening now monologue? What do you say? Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. Yeah. Now. Ah. <laughs> that would be a technical glitch. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? No. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Yes, there we go. It is. Get it together. It's. I hit it, you know, because I'm doing some other stuff. But um, let's get into the happening now monologue. Uh, I actually came back from D.C. yesterday. Uh, I flew down there for the day for a corporate event. Um, and it's very humbling to be in our nation's capital, even though it was a holiday. It was a Columbus Day. And uh, everything, a lot of things were closed. And it was very unusual weather. It was overcast, but it was very warm, much like it was today but overcast and uh you know i got to see the capitol building again and the washington monument i didn't walk as far down to see the uh, lincoln memorial or the reflective pond because i was working uh on the other side but i walked all over that freaking city my goodness um and i was not planning on walking that much because i have two cars and a bike so there's no reason for me to walk that much but i was doing a very nice corporate gig it was a lot of fun to be down there 
Um, and it was one of the first times in a very long time that I actually traveled without stress. The flight was uh, civilized back and forth. The hotel was amazing. Uh, the client was very nice. Uh, the gig itself was very good. I've done it a, a dozen and a half times. Everything was really really smooth and it was just nice to travel and of course you know i land and i see logan's got issues with ebola guys walking around in hazmat bio suits <laughs> it's just fucking crazy going on out there bro i don't know what the hell's happening um and speaking of ebola everybody's freaking out about ebola with actually with good reason i mean it's a highly contagious disease and now there's more people as ebola we're gonna do that again uh, <laughs> And I know it's 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 a scary thing, and it's all the way around, and you know it's oh there's more people, and we're gonna have to, of course there's gonna be more people, there's gonna be more, there's gonna be less. I mean you know, the only good thing is that you know when this country has a huge epidemic like that, it doesn't tend to bury itself in the uh, bury its head in the sand. It tends to you know put the resources towards it, and I just hope that they can, as as my father would say, smarten it up <laughs> before something really bad happens. You know, one or two or three or ten people from Ebola who die or contagion or whatever, it's not it's not bad. I mean, that's not I mean, flu kills more people. So let's put it in a little perspective. Try to relax a little bit. Try to relax just a little bit. Uh Paul you're not dumb, but I can't understand why a cough is like yak uh, what is that? No. I'm not dumb, but I can't understand why she coughs like yak and has pain line a man, Ebola. I'm not dumb, but I can't understand what... Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not dumb, but I can't understand why she acts like pain, <laughs> like a man. Oh, Ebola. Got it. Got it. That is... Yes. Only Americans would joke about a fucking highly communicable infectious <laughs> lethal disease. It's fucking stupid we are. We're so dumb. I don't know what's wrong with us. Um, and speaking of knowing better, tomorrow night... Charlatan makes his uh, his uh, return back to Salem uh, after being chased out uh, previously. So he's uh, I'll uh, I'll be performing the Charlatan, the hysterical medium at large show tomorrow night at the Griffin Theater. So tickets are still available for that. So please definitely come there. And the other thing I want to talk about in the happening monologue is I know the weather's been really weird. I mean, it's w extremely warm for uh, October and it's supposed to rain like a son of a bitch tomorrow. Um, and, you know, then it's supposed to get a little bit more seasonal. Um, but I, I've been actually feeling pretty good and, you know, good attitude. And, and that's what I hope. That's why I do the show. I love doing the show. This is a, you know, it's a labor of love. Nobody's paying me. Nobody. There is no checks coming to the house. Nothing like that. And, but, but I just really enjoy doing the show, the production work, um, you know, there's, there's the sound promos, working, working with other comics, getting actors and, and, musicians and everybody on the show and play with them and you know interview them and kind of have a, a good time and then to kind of inspire you guys to to have fun um you know and then i've just been having so much fun with the gigs and everything and i'm not thinking about money i'm not worried about it things are kind of just flowing and knock on wood actually that's plastic knock on wood um and it's been going very well and as a matter of fact today i got even better news the school that I used to teach at, um, which uh, 
went into bankruptcy is now restructuring somebody bought it and they're restructuring it renaming it and they're going to do and i actually got an email today today uh a little bit a little while ago actually um and they're going to be looking for instructors my name came up again so i'm hopefully going to start doing more teaching work back at the school that i really enjoy teaching and everything and hopefully in the spring i'll i'll go back to school myself because i think i really would like to get a a a psychology degree i think i would i think i would i think my um i think my wiring's pretty pretty okay i think i figured out some of that bad shit so (laughs) so maybe i can uh figure out how other people are wired and uh, that's about it. And, and of course, you know, the warm weather and everything, take advantage of it because, you know, it's going to get cold and people are going to freak out and they'll be like, oh, it's fucking snow again. And fuck it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's going to snow. It's going to snow. It's going to rain. It's going to be sunny. Leaves going to fall. Bugs are going to come out. It's going to all happen. And of course, Ebola is going to go the way of the bird flu. It just is. People are going to go, oh, bird flu. That was a big nothing. <laughs> so yeah i mean you know what i'm hoping i'm hoping china gets it <laughs> only for one reason because you really get to see how they're going to demonstrate the human rights policies <laughs> they'd be like china we we don't have ebola uh, your population's light by about four thousand people oh yeah yeah sure they uh, uh, mortality it just happens so <laughs> I think what we should really do is the troops that are going into Africa to help all the people with Ebola should actually take Ebola and drop it on ISIS. Talking about killing two birds. (laughs) I mean, or two terrorists with one virus. That would work out nice. Um, Not that I'm encouraging genocide, but there's too many fucking people now. Anyway... What do you say we lighten up the mood, ladies and gentlemen, with a little bit of uh, This Week in Movie History Ultimate Edition? I gotta throw Edition in there afterwards. <laughs> yeah! Yes, This Week in Movie history ultimate edition and i'm just gonna go actually go through it because i actually have a uh, more things i want to get to you with it this week in movie history in the year 1309 <laughs> yes the knights templar declared heretic were declared heretics by the catholic church and that was from the movie the da vinci code in 1914 alfred tristan and samuel ludlow leave canada to join the war in europe that would be Legends of the Fall. This week in movie history, 1945, Juan Perón addresses Argentina. I'll let you sink on that because I got a couple uh, um, theater, musical theater people, or a few th- musical theater people on the uh, on the charty. Let me bring my volumes up just a little bit. There we go. Uh, let's see. And this week in movie history, 1989, Time Magazine publishes Vicky Vale's photos of the war and Corto, Corto Maltese. And Brendan, you'll get that one because that was the original Tim Burton Batman. Uh, this week in movie history, 1997, the Jupiter 2 en route to Alpha Centauri blasts off. Anyone know that one? Yeah, you should get that one. That was easy. It was based on a TV show. 
that was actually Lost in Space. And it was Batman, and it was Evita. I'll let you go with that one. Uh, let's see. This week in movie history, in 2006, a man named Troy wakes up in a classroom with chains pierced to his body. And that would be Saw 3, <laughs> which uh, you can't really tell. And uh, I'll get into a little reference to that a little later. This year in movie history, also in 2006, the Joker robs a bank and begins to cause trouble in Gotham City. Uh, that was from The Dark Knight. This uh, in 2009, yes, The Dark Knight. Uh, thank you, Brendan. In the year 2009, 81 people die in a plane crash that John Costler just saw coming through usage, through reading a bunch of pieces of paper. Uh, that was a terrible movie. I didn't even see it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that was in the movie Knowing. And of course, last but certainly not Leaf. Leaf, Leaf, <laughs> Leaf Garrett. Certainly not Leaf Garrett. Uh, this week in movie history, in the year 802,701. <laughs> That's a long time from now. George meets the Eli and the Morlocks and is tended by Weena. Weena. Not the loser, but the wiener. Yes, that was from the time machine. Yes, yes, it was. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is this week in movie history. And I am actually getting, uh, my, my guest is actually going to be a little late. So, it has afforded me a little special time with you. Um, I, as I said a few weeks ago, when we first started our October run, we were going to only play, do you want to see something scary? That's what we were actually going to play. And as a result, we have only played uh, Do You Want to See Something Scary uh, with the audience, which has been fantastic. But because my guest is running a tad bit late, we're going to play a little bonus game. A little bonus game. Oh, it's not. Yeah, Kim Santo is not uh, cleverly on the line. But uh, I do have, uh, I will say, personal thank yous to Brendan, Karen, Paul, Phyllis and Christopher and our two mystery guests that will remain remain guest and that's fine um, but we're gonna play a quick game and it's a game that we haven't played in a little while for obvious reasons we're gonna play stop yelling at me <laughs> stop yelling at me <laughs> I fucking love that intro. Um, so, <laughs> so we're going to play Stop Yelling Me, where I actually play a clip, and it's got five movies in it, uh, all spaced out by about a second. And you have to write down all five movie titles and then hit enter or return, depending on what it says on your keyboard. And that's how you play Stop Yelling at Me. So where is this going? Here we go. All right. If you're ready, ladies and gentlemen, I know this, but... Let's see who's see who's the smartest listener on Mixla.com. <laughs> I'm feeling giddy. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Stop yelling at me. Stop yelling at me! Don't say penis in this house! Penis! Stop! Penis! Big fucking erect penis, Stop! Mom! You got knocked the fuck out, man! <laughs> Pussies like you! We're back there partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listening to the goddamn Beatle albums! Ah! Ah! <laughs> you blew it! 
Why did you judge me? You killed innocent people. The means to an end. You started a massacre. I caused the revolution. You betrayed the law. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> I got to turn my mic down because that was really funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll tell you what. We'll play it one more time. All five. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> penis. That's one. <laughs> penis, big fucking erect penis, no! mom. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. Pussies like you. We're back here partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs. Listen to my goddamn Beatles albums. <laughs> you blew it! Why did you judge me? You killed innocent people. The means to an end. You started a massacre. I caused the revolution. You betrayed the law. All right, Brendan, you got uh, born on the 4th of July, which is correct. You said no idea, no idea. And Judge Dredd, there was actually five completely. Let's see if the other uh, listeners um, can sound special like with Uncle Hank. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Oh, special, I don't know what that means. Um, so if you want to chime in and see if you know the movies, uh, let's say back to school. Correct. Born on the 4th of July. Friday, back to school, Judge Dredd. There's one more in there. There's one more in there. You blew it. That's the one. It's right Don't here. Why did you judge me? Oh, it! There it is. You blew it! <laughs> that, one's, that one's easy now that you hear it isolated. Oh, let's see. Nobody get it. Nobody's got it. And I'm unfortunately going to have to play the loser song. Nobody got it. So you know what that means, everybody. You know what that means. I'm going to have to play it. Oh, no, I can't play that. I won't play it. Nobody? Nobody's got it at all? I'll hit refresh. Just maybe my computer's slow. Maybe maybe my computer's a little slow. And no, 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 Paul. No, no. It is not. You got born on the 4th of July, correct. It is Billy Madison is the one, but it's not. Oh, so let's see. Brendan, let's see, because you wrote them all independently. Unbelievable. You're going to do that. Born on the 4th of July. No idea. No idea. Judge Dredd. I missed. I missed. I had no idea. So technically, Paul got all of them. Judge Dress. There's no such movie, Judge Dress. (laughs) It's close enough. Well, that's how you play. Stop yelling at me. And just for just for my own entertainment. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. <laughs> that's how we play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, since we got a little bit more time, I'm going to play what I always was playing uh, for October. That is, you want to see something scary. And we play this game just the way we played the last game. Um, So write down all five movies at once and then hit enter. Here you go. And it's 32 seconds worth. So here we go. You want to see something really scary? Close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Why don't we just wait here for a little while? 
see what happens. Your son, Mr. Thorne, the son of the devil. You're insane. He must die, Mr. Thorne! Oh, Brendan, now he's getting a little warmed up. The man says, let's see, let's see if I got them all correctly. And I'll do this. You say it is Twilight Zone. No idea. Blair Witch, Silence of the Lands, and Aliens. No. Uh, Omen. Where is Omen? Oh, <laughs> I think you added. Yeah, you did. Twilight Zone is the intro. So it's the intro for want to see something scary. It's uh, actually here. Let's play. It's the first one I thought you would have got really easy, actually. But you didn't. Who's laughing now with a chainsaw? Come on. Come on, Brendan. Really? Who's laughing now with a chainsaw sound? Uh, that would be the evil dead. I'm scared to close my eyes. Yeah, Blair Witch. <laughs> I'm scared to open them. <laughs> it's so scary. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Yes, that was the Blair Witch Project and, of course, Silence of the Lambs. Why don't we just... Wait here for a little while. This one's perfect. See what happens. Why don't we just stay here a little while and see what happens with the fire crackling? Nobody? Kurt Russell delivered that line. Unbelievable. It's one of the best movies ever. They remade it and they killed it. It was so terrible. Really? This is supposed to be the scary part of it, and, and nobody's playing it. The Thing. Thank you, Paul. Finally, my faith in humanity is somewhat restored. <laughs> yes, son, Mr. Thorne. And, of son course, is the old man. die, Mr. Thorne! Yeah, <laughs> all children should die. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say something like that. That was scary. Yeah, it was scary, wasn't it? <laughs> but here you go, Paul, because you got The Thing. You'll get this. You don't scare me. I got chunks of guys like you in my stool. There we go. Not scared of nothing, says Phil Hartman. <laughs> oh, and uh, I will say this. Uh, I was actually just on Facebook just moments ago, and uh, I just read that uh, we lost another actress. Um, uh, it's Elizabeth Pena, I believe, or Pena. I'm trying to find her again real quick. Uh, oh, God, everybody putting cat videos on my place. Unbelievable. So let's see. Yes, uh, she played. She was actually, she did the voice of, um, uh, she was in uh, The Incredibles. She played the blonde woman in The Incredibles. But you know what's weird? You see her now at uh, 55, and she looks nothing like I remember. It's just, you know, it's, you know, people get old. I understand. It happens. But um, I don't know why people get old and bloated i don't i'm trying not to i mean i'm putting on some weight i'm always trying to lose it yeah i i read that i married dora i am the only one who remembers that show i married no no with uh with uh was it al uh alfred molina wasn't he in that show i married dora dora the explorer i don't know (laughs) that show's a little too uh too old for you brendan Uh, dora the explorer you don't you don't want to watch that but she was actually in a very uh, a, a quiet little movie that I actually remembered, um, and I'm trying to remember it. It was uh, oh, I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna name everybody around it. It was about the two little alien robots that came to um, that came to Earth, and they had a family, and they lived in the old tenement building, 
and uh, the 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 people who lived there were not squatters, but everybody wanted to build around the building. And um, Jessica Tandy was in it. Um, and remember the little robots? Batteries not included. That's it. I knew Brendan would get it eventually if I just kept saying. Uh, batteries not included. <laughs> Damn spell check. But yeah, she was uh, she was in that. And uh, I'm most positive she was in that. So, uh, so another actress, another actor. Bye, bye, bye. We missing people left and right. But you know, it could be worse. Could have, you know, nobody famous dying from Ebola. <laughs> Ebola. So we can't do that. Uh, so that's about it. So um, Jacob's Ladder. She was in Jacob's Ladder as well. Was that a spooky movie? I never saw Jacob's Ladder. I just didn't. Speaking of movies, I actually saw Dracula. I went to go see Dracula Untold. Um, decent story, uh, pretty pretty good. They um, they teased out a little bit. I mean, I'm 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 the only one who's actually st- sitting in the, the audience going, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting up on myself. And then of course I dropped my wallet out of my pocket and I had to wait till Alexander was over to go back in and get it. Um, waste of film that movie, Alexander. I don't know. So Jacob's Ladder was a good movie. I don't know. Was it scary? I'm trying to find some good scary movies. I didn't see Gotham. I got to watch Gotham again. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I uh, I was hoping that you guys would have been done better in the games. It's just not good. Not good at all. So. <laughs> Gotham, good. <laughs> okay, now Brendan's just down to two-word syllables. Now, Phyllis, is it is it Phyllis who's on or is it Mary who's on? It was psychological. Oh, that was Jacob Slatter, yes. I hate the delay. I really do. I waste so much time just waiting for people to type. <laughs> so my uh, my three wonderful guests, guest listeners, um, it's usually much faster than this, and my audience is usually much more clever. Uh, <laughs> I would. It could be the heat. It could be the anticipatory um, uh, dropping of the uh, barometric pressure. I guess it would be. So uh, here's what I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to... Uh, uh, this is actually what I meant to tell you. This is what I meant to tell you. A uh, couple different references. The first one was... Uh, did I miss something? I did. In I'm movie history, I did. This week in 1985, Edward Blake is killed in New York City. Uh, that was from The Watchmen. Anyway, I know I missed something. Uh, but there was a saw. Oh, yeah, saw. Jigsaw has been bothering me quite a bit. You know, of course, Jigsaw does the games um, on the show every once in a while. And it is October, and he's really, he's on my back, something fierce. He's he's definitely like, he's like, I want to come back on, you know, you know his voice. And uh, he's he wants to do a promo, and I, I don't know what I should do about it. Because <laughs> he freaks people out. You can't really talk to the man. He just, he's a freaky deaky. So... Um, he's he's kind of been on my back, so I'm gonna let him do a promo for next week, and and that's that's the best I can do because he's he's kind of out there. He's and I don't I don't want that to be out there. So, but when we come back from break, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna join a a very very funny comedian who's actually the reason he's running a little late is because he got pulled in to guest host uh, Laugh Boston tonight, and we'll go over that with him. Uh, that is Dan Crone, ladies and gentlemen. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, you're going to get to speak with Dan Crone uh, on this wonderful radio program. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. 
I've got a surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? You say that you're a pretty normal, horny old man. We talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. What's in store for these men? Chris Hansen with a new To Catch a Predator. Okay, motherfucker. When I am in this section of the galaxy, I listen to radio irregardless with Mark Scalia. Exterminate! To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back on Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me on the phone, Dan Crone. Hey, buddy. How are you, Dan? I'm doing well. I'm on the move, so you got me sort of... Going from one place to the next. Yeah, I actually just uh, alluded to uh, my listening audience that you are actually hosting Laugh Boston tonight. Uh, yeah, I just finished, and uh, so I'm going from that. I'm going over to the Burr in Somerville, where <laughs> it's a nice little uh, place to throw some new stuff around. And I live in Somerville, so it's, uh, it's always fun on a late Wednesday. You are like the super hustler, my friend. You know what? It, it, I almost I had plans to do nothing except your radio show only tonight and then you know sometimes they just you get the call well no that's fine so what i want to do is i'll i'll keep you on as uh, as long as i can before uh before you going back and forth so um uh, comic out of boston doing really well obviously doing all kinds of things um what else you got going on dan tell my lovely listening audience about yourself a little bit sure i've uh been doing comedy boston for about 10 years and uh, just having a lot of fun uh, you know, lifelong dream turned into, you know, hard work and squeaking by here. But, um, you know, uh, recently just moved on to the next round of Last Comic Standing. I'm nice. going to New York to, Congratulations. Uh, to do that audition. When, when are you going to do nice. that? That'll be in November. Uh, I'm going with a couple a couple of great comics here from uh, from Boston. We all did an audition at Last Boston, and now we're moving on to the next round in New York. Nice. So that's, uh, you know, it's exciting. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And you you're hustling everywhere, man. You you got nothing going on, and now you got three things going on. So you're like doubling right. up, tripling up, all the way on a Wednesday. You got last comic standing. You and I just worked together over the summer. We did that. What was that outside camp? <laughs> Which was yes, we did a uh, July Fourth in a outdoor. What was it like a sort of it, like an outdoor? It wasn't exactly a uh, tent. It was more of a, a three sided roofed building or something. Right in in a uh, in a mobile home. Yes, uh, yes. It was actually pretty cool. You know, I walked in there going like, "Look at this place," and then I go, "You know what? I bet these people have a lot of fun here." Yeah, and we did. You did fantastic that night, and the mosquitoes you, were Thank you, were attacking everybody. 
And I believe, and I believe it was pouring. It was. It was. It was raining like a son of a bitch. But you're you're traveling not just uh you know just not not all around New England, but you're actually traveling more and more to New York, and you're traveling more nationally, aren't you? I, I try to go to New York uh, every so often, um, just so you know it's not that bad. It's only you know four hour bus ride. Yeah. And uh, I was just in L.A., but I was there for family, so I made to do a couple sets there. But um, it's weird. New England, uh, it kind of keeps me trapped here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I, was ta- I was talking to a comic last night, and he was from St. Louis, and I told him that in my 10 years, I've only driven four hours twice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the most I've ever driven to do comedy. Yeah. And people don't believe that. They say. They go, that's impossible. I drove seven hours for 50 bucks. And, you know, I know those stories are out there. Yeah. And I can just say, hey, I'm just telling you, that's what I've done. Well, I got I get friends in uh, the Houston area, and uh, I think one of the last times I was out there, he said, oh, yeah, I'm going out to do a weekend in Amarillo. It's Thursday to Sunday. And I was like, yeah. really? How much are you getting paid? And he told me. And I said, how far away? He goes, ah, it's about seven and a half hours. And I was like, what the oh. fuck? I go, really? I, know. I go, we can do that, you know, an hour and a half, not even. I mean, I say New England comics bitch about a two-hour drive. Yeah, and I don't care if we'd be in the snow for two hours. <laughs> and and here's the thing about the two hours: we're actually getting paid, you know, somewhat reasonable money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all when, it's all when I hear people going for like eight hours for fifty bucks. Well, there's a kid uh, I actually just met. Uh, I think his name is Richard Sayer uh, out of yeah. Connecticut. Um, okay. I, I was doing a show for Jay Grove. He drove from Connecticut, Southern Connecticut, to Rochester, Maine, Dover, New Hampshire, Maine, in, in Dover, New Hampshire. It was like four wow. and a half hours for free. Wow, for free. Yeah, right. And you know what? I, I mean, I don't. When I started, I don't. I think I. I mean, I did a couple of those, but nothing that drastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I don't know. I feel like in New England, we have a really amazing thing here, where you know, again, it's kind of like a trap, but also. If you can do it correctly, yeah. you get a lot out of it. Yeah, it's it's super hard to not stay at it. <laughs> so right, right, right. So how'd you how'd you get into it? How'd you how'd you get into stand up, Dan? I, I wanted to do it since I was a little kid. Um, it, my dad owned a record store, and we always had like albums around. Um, just Henny Youngman yeah. and Steve Martin, um, and then like some sketch like Firesign Theater, uh, as well as uh, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> and I think I. I remember as a little kid thinking, oh, I'm just going to be a comedian, and then not really knowing what that meant. Right. Um, and then I was distracted uh, just because I went to college, and I was in bands, and um, just did that stuff for a while. And then one night, um, oh, actually, I worked with a, a, a woman. I, you know, I've, I've been, I was a teacher, and I worked with a kindergarten teacher who told me to go to the vault. This was in uh, 2004. Nice. And she said, oh, you go there, you bring two people, and they let you do five minutes. So I went with a buddy of mine, and we were gonna good, we were gonna do it together. And then he chickened out, <laughs> and I said, "No, I'm gonna try it." And then I mean, that was it. You know, like I think I did pretty well for my first time, and I was like, "Wow, this is something uh, I wanted to do." I originally did it to just meet uh, meet people and see if I could do it, and I was tired of my old friends uh, <laughs> who weren't really going anywhere. <laughs> you know. And then uh, tired of my you know, I, didn't re- I didn't think of it as a career at all. I just thought, hey, you know, this would yeah. be fun if I could get some material. And then, you know, it just snowballs. Now, uh, now you've been doing it for 10 years. You started at the vault. Um, yep. You said... <laughs> You said I was trying to trying to get away from my friends. You were actually... Um, I don't know if you still do it, but are you still teaching? 
So, uh, no, I, I, I'm part-time now. I teach okay. uh, in an after-school program, okay. um, <laughs> which is uh, the hours are from 3 to 6. So oh, perfect. perfect. Right, right. So I just do that. Um, it really is a job that I need to do so I don't smoke weed all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll, they'll, they'll test you, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> well, no, no, not in the after-school program. So, not uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the rules are far more lax. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I taught uh, full time. I was a, a guidance counselor for twelve years. Oh wow! How yeah. fun was that? It's good. It just got when comedy got you know a lot a lot uh, when I just I started to work more. It was so hard to just juggle both of them. Um, so and it wasn't. I felt like it was. I was doing a real disservice to you know the day job when. You know, I'm just thinking about how do I get to my gigs and right. Um, and also, we had some stuff happen at the school that like kind of set me. We had some uh, just like some unexpected tragedy at my school, and so we uh-huh. it, it kind of. I said I had to get out. Nothing funny, right? Um, <laughs> you know, so I wanted to. And, and, and you know, as soon as I quit, it it sort of kickstarted my my writing yeah. and just my my hustle. Nice. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, the money is uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty rough, but whatever. Yeah. I'm happy. And that's all you got to do. Just be happy. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Dan, let me do this real quick. Let me take our, our, our second break because um, I, I want to, there's, there's, what I do for all the my guests is I play a quick audio game with them. They have to identify okay. some, uh, some movies and things like that. So because you're in a limited kind of window, let me take my next break and we come back. Uh, we're going to play um, If You Can't Say Something Nice. So, because you're kind of, you're a nice guy, but you're kind of cynical, especially in your act. And I like your act and, and we'll get a little, we'll get a little sample of uh, your uh, act in a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Dan Crone on the line with me, uh, Mark Scalia at Radio Irregardless. We will be right back. Coming to Salem this October. His visions outrageous, his predictions outlandish, his knowledge of the future is both ridiculous and benign. He is the world-renowned psychic. He is the hysterical medium at large, Charlatan! October 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th. Just go to gallowshillsalem.com and click the Psychic Show link. I've had many shows... Many guests, many listeners. Who am I? I'm, I'm kind of a physician, but not really. I'm getting my bachelor's, but I am radio irregardless. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me on the line, very funny, hustling comic, burying <laughs> it, Dan Crone, everybody. Um, and we I'm, had, we, I'm a hustler, baby. He's, I'm a hustler, baby. There we go. That's right. There we go. Um, so while I got you on the said line, let me uh, open it up. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a, um, a quick sound. Uh, these sound bites last about anywhere between three to eight seconds. And they're... Essentially, they're insulting lines or insulting pieces of a movie. And uh, some of them, uh, you should actually get them. Some of them are kind of scary, funny, and famous. Uh, You might recognize them right away. If you get them right, you get something like this. 
And if you get them wrong, you get something like this. <laughs> it's kind of the general nice. sense. So uh, we're going to play... If you can't say something nice... You warthog-faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. All right, that's what we're going to play. Now, uh, Dan, you and I are speaking on the phone, so we have the gift of uh, almost instantaneous conversation. My online listeners... Have may have be experiencing an internet delay, so they won't be able to answer as quickly. So you have that kind of uh, little advantage. Uh, the, dis- okay. the disadvantage is there's six of them, one of you. That's the only okay. real disadvantage. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play it real quick. Uh, let's see if you know this one. You insignificant little fuck. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> you want to play it? Yikes. Yeah, I'll play it again. You insignificant. Yeah, yeah. Little fuck! You insignificant cunt, little fuck. Um, that, that movie was actually that, shot in Boston. Movie, movie. Was that the, that's not a Larry David movie, is it? Uh, was that, no. N- no. 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 I'm thinking of that uh, movie that everybody was in, uh, Chris Vito and all those guys. Oh, no. Um, no, I don't know. You know what? It's also partially because I'm on my phone. Right. And I think I, you know, if, I, if I could hear it. You know, maybe a lot cleaner. No, oh. I have no idea. All right, let's let me lower it down just a little I'll bit. Make- you insignificant little fuck. <laughs> my uh, wife, my no wife clue. seemed to think no. it's Pink Panther. Oh my god! That's, no, it's, it's uh, not. You know it's no, not Pink I have Panther. No idea. It's why would they say in, insignificant little fuck? <laughs> That's actually no points for anybody. So here we go. Okay. I just uh, that ain't right. All right, no points for any- That's from the Boondock Saints. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. No, you know what? I know of it, but I've never seen yes, it. Yes, that's the Italian guy who's threatening everybody. All right. This okay. this one you'll get very easily. Stick your oh, cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. <laughs> I'll play it again. Uh, Stick your yeah. cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. <laughs> is, is that the one where the girl's head turns backwards? It, it does. It is. Uh... Oh, the, I can't think of the name of it. It's so much. Uh, you know, I'm sweating and I'm driving. <laughs> this. this is terrible. Oh, um, my listeners. I, I know the name of it. I just can't think of it. Hold on, hold on. I'm picking, I'm picking. <laughs> oh, God, right. Um, uh, it's Linda right. Blair. Right. Oh, no, oh, I know exactly the movie. I just can't think of the name. Hold on. I'm thinking of it. Um, <laughs> she gets possessed. She is. Hey, pos- my audience has already picked it apart by now. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I know. I know. I'm terrible at stuff like this. How about um, how about the Exorcist? Exorcist. That, that's <laughs> you were so close, yeah. so close. I know. I was so close to not saying. It. Okay. <laughs> how about this one? I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Uh, Bill Murray is in this movie. Here we go. Shit eating son of a bitch, bastard, douchebag, twat, dickhead. <laughs> It's, uh, if it's if it's lost in translation, I don't know that one. No, <laughs> I don't think no. It's not lost in translation. You know, I just turned my phone volume down too because I'm trying to. Oh yeah, I've, I've turned better, this yeah. down. I've turned down this a little bit so it doesn't echo as much. Yeah, I'll try it again. Shit eating son of a bitch, bastard, uh, douchebag, twat, dickhead. <laughs> is, it, is it what about Bob? It is what about Bob. Terrific. Here, let terrific. me get, let me I'm give you. This. I'm happy with that. One. It is what about Bob, but unfortunately, my listening audience got it first. So. Oh crap! The one one I was like, "Thank God." They did. You'll get you'll get this one. This one's easy. Boy, I wouldn't give a squirt of piss for your ass right now. Boy, I wouldn't give a squat of piss for your ass right now. Boy, 
I wouldn't give a squirt of piss for your ass right now. Uh, and I forget the actor's name, but he was in Titanic. He was in Aliens. Um, what's her name was in this movie? Very hot. I think every boy in the universe jerked off to this movie. Uh-oh. What, uh, I, I, got, I, got, I have no idea. What's, what's his name was in it? Uh, Philip, the, the kid from the youngest kid from Breakfast Club in Sweet 16. Uh, no, 16 Candles. Really rest of us? I wouldn't nope. give a squirt of piss for your ass right now. My listening on still is not over it. It's it's there's a two two worded two worded title. Oh man. Kelly LeBrock no. was in the movie. Kelly LeBrock. No, I want to say before my time, but I don't know if that really no. is true. Come on, you gotta know this one. Kelly LeBrock was in the movie? No, I have no idea. Oh weird science, my listeners got it. Oh my god. See yeah, see that's that's a movie that like, you know, I think I was maybe seven. Oh, I remember you- seeing yeah, I, I, and uh, I remember seeing it, but I couldn't quote my. All right, if you didn't get this one, it would be virtually impossible, and you're unless you're a movie aficionado to get this one. Uh-oh. This movie's Uh-oh. from the forties. You, you Uh-oh. imbecile! You bloated idiot! You stupid fathead! You. Forties, <laughs> <laughs> mm, eh? Yes. That's where, right, where I don't. I don't know if you're familiar with the cartoon characters Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I am, definitely. But when Ren says, you bloated sack of protoplasms, this is where mm. he got you, it from. You imbecile, you bloated idiot! <laughs> you stupid fathead, you... <laughs> no, it's not Casablanca, but you're close. That's the <laughs> actor. The actors, the same two actors are in that movie. What's the only movie that Casablanca featured the same two actors? Casablanca 2. Casablanca... <laughs> No, it's That's not. The only joke. That's the only joke I could make. It's Casablanca too. The return. The return of Rick. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, again in the forties. Well, I was like, what was I doing in the forties? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Uh, Brendan thought it was arsenic and old lace. That is incorrect. But Casablanca, it it is Humphrey Bogart, and it is uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget the actor's name. The little guy who always did this with the great big eyes. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, like it was that. Casablanca too. Electric Boogaloo is <laughs> what I'm. <laughs> nobody. One, one for five, I think. One for five. Yeah, you're one for five. Uh, nobody, not even the listeners can get this, and I don't want to waste any more time. It is Peter Lorre. It's Peter. Oh, okay. It's Peter Lorre and uh, and uh, Humphrey Bogart, and it's not Casablanca. It involved a bird. Um, a bird, eh? Yeah, bird. Oh, wait a minute. A bird. Wait a minute. What bird? From an island um, country. The Maltese Falcon. Oh my goodness. He got it right. Uh, I'm a decent, so incredible. A, a decent showing, a decent showing. But here's yeah. <laughs> here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take our third. Yeah, now they write Maltese fag. The ra- the Raven. He wrote Maltese Raven. No, we're gonna Quote take the Raven. A, I don't know. Yeah, quite, nobody knows. Nobody knows. We're gonna take our third and final break. When we come back, I'm gonna ask you the three questions that I ask all my guests. Uh, gigs. Best, worst, and first, and you're going to tell us about your first gig on first time on stage, uh, your best time on stage, and your worst time on stage, and uh, we'll we'll get to that when we come back from break, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. I don't like people using sophisticated vocabulary words, but what they're talking about is stupid. Somebody's trying to show off because they learned a word, but what they're talking about is dumb. Like, the premise is stupid. You can't say things like, yo, man, I'm really adamant about my no-fat-chicks policy. Like, what? That's not a thing. (laughs) After we kicked the crap out of those guys, we were just aloof. She had a plethora of crystal meth. Like, that doesn't work. (laughs) I feel gay on Facebook when I have to friend request another guy. (laughs) And then wait for his response. (laughs) It's like me going up to a guy who doesn't have a Facebook page and going, Hey, man, you want to be my friend? (laughs) Poke. And you're back on Radio Irregardless. And that was a little snippet, just a little snippet, a little taste of uh, listening to Dan Crone. Uh, and I put all, all your information onto the chat uh, where people Thank can you, uh, they can virtually stalk you or stalk you. Uh, your website. Cool, I need more followers on Twitter. Let's do it. Oh, to do the Twitter thing? Yeah. It's, uh, you can go to his website, dancrone.com. Uh, you can v- see him on Facebook at Dan Crone uh, or on Twitter at Dan Crone. See, <laughs> there's not a lot of variance in the, uh, in the, in the, um, the stalking ability of my audience. That's so. right. So before I let you go, because I know you got to get to the other show, um, please, if you would, tell the listening audience about your first time on stage, which is going to make everybody go, oh, your best time on stage, which everybody's going to go, wow, that's cool, and your worst time on stage, which is make everybody laugh. <laughs> sure. So again, my first time, uh, as I mentioned earlier, was at the vault, Dick Doherty's Comedy Vault. Yeah. And uh, it was five minutes. Uh, I brought my two best friends. And, you know, uh, Tony Moschetto was the host. Oh, Okay. <laughs> uh, local comic, very funny, yep. and uh, that was that was the first time. Uh, best, I'll, I'll say the worst of the last. Cause it's good. It's yes, good. <laughs> uh, best time ever. Uh, I think opening for uh, Dave Attell at the Wilbur. He's my favorite comedian. Wow. Um, I never worked with him, and it was a great opportunity to work with him at you know one of the best venues that um, you, you know one of the coolest theaters, and uh, you know just what an honor to work with him. Um, uh, just I got to hang out with him in the in the back for like an hour and talk to him. Yeah, and, uh, and so was, Dave is very cool. Dave is a very approachable kind of guy. So nice, um, and that was like one of the highlights so far of my career. Just because you know I've always been a fan of his. So mm. that was the best. Uh, and the worst was <laughs> one time I had to be uh, I had to pose a comic for a surprise birthday party in Franklin, Mass, <laughs> where uh, the audience. Not only did not know that there was a comedian, oh, but I had to hide in the kitchen <laughs> for, before the show started. And the reason I had to hide is because it was a surprise that I was performing. And um, so I had to hide in the kitchen. Uh, the audience, I had to do 45 minutes, which at the time I, you know, I probably had just that, yeah. but not, um, you know, not crafted. Right. Um, and uh, the first 15 minutes of that show was me convincing the crowd that there was comedy happening. <laughs> 
people were faced the wrong way. People were talking. It was just a few minutes of like, yelling. Uh, I had to perform behind a buffet table. <laughs> which, by better. the way, people and people were at the buffet table like, getting food while I was getting there. Uh, the mic cord it just reached me, so it looked ridiculous. It was it was perfectly horizontal. Like you're talking which, into a clothesline. <laughs> Exactly, talking into a clothes. That's a great, great. Uh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Um, I oh had to lead God. the birthday chant, and I did, got the birthday girl's name wrong. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so I, can, I screwed that up. Then the whole show, I was thinking about the Celtics who were in the playoffs at the time. Oh shit! And I just wanted to watch the Celtics, so I decided to hang around after the show. To watch the game in no. the bar of the venue that I was at, where I watched them lose in overtime, oh, to and got into an argument with one of the guests about Ray Allen's mother. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't believe that Ray Allen's mother was. She thought that was his wife, and I had to Google it on my phone, and uh, we almost got into a big fight. And then, and I just remember. Like as as terrible as that is, I remember thinking, "Hey, this is a this is a, this is a job." <laughs> and did what you, can you do? Hey, a gig's a gig. That's and did you get paid? I got. Yeah. It took a while, but you know, you know our our saying in New England, where uh, we have a saying in New England, where which is, uh, "No, you'll get the money." Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. So when? So you'll get it. Don't worry. You'll a get surprise it. Oh. fucking birthday party. That's hysterical. That's probably one of the best stories I've had on the show. Oh, awesome. <laughs> All right, Dan, I'll tell you what. Hey, uh, what do you got big coming on? I know you got, uh, you're got you going to New York for the uh, last comic standing thing, but what do you got going on yeah. this weekend? Anything real big that uh, uh, yeah, my this, this Saturday I'll be in a, the Pittman Freight Room in Laconia, New Hampshire. Great room. Great, great that's room. all I've been hearing is great room, it's so I'm excited. Fantastic room. Who are you up there with? Uh, I believe I'm up there with Paul Gilligan. Oh, yeah, you guys are going to have a fantastic time. You, it's, yeah, it's Excellent. like an old barn, but it's it's like a... No, it's like a freight train. It's like a you're right, a freight, right. freight train, but it's phenomenal. And awesome, uh, awesome. Yes, and that's, that's, that's where you're going to be Saturday, right? Yeah, that's just Saturday. And then um, what do I have coming up that's exciting? Um yeah, just uh, yeah, going to New York, which will be fun, because I'm just going with a lot of comedians that I know, and that's nice. always fun. So. Well, break a leg out there, Dan. I hope to see you on uh, TV. You certainly deserve it. You hustle a lot. You're very, very funny, man. And uh, I, I wish we could work together a little bit more, but we're starting to. Like, the agents now are Definitely. starting to cross over and stuff like that. So, uh, Dan, thanks so much for being a guest. I know you're busy. I know you got to go, but thanks so much for being on the show, and I will see you around the circuit, my friend. Break a leg. Uh, awesome, Mark. Thanks so much for having All me. I right. appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank that was Dan Crone, everybody, uh, hustling around, going crazy, doing all kinds of, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, very busy. He's, uh, you know, doubling up, tripling up, doing all kinds of work. Um, you know, took the time out. He had literally, like he said, he had nothing, and now he's got, you know, three freaking things. He's he's a hustler, baby. And that brings me to my next point. Um, we are actually uh, going to wrap the show up. I'm trying to get the show down to an hour. I really am. And uh, I'm almost there. It's exactly 59 minutes just now on my uh, on my web browser. But I'm trying to get the show a little tighter. And I'm going to listen to this playback and see how the, the tighter format kind of works. Maybe I'll gauge it a little different. But I, I like the free flow. I really do. So we'll kind of see. But... 
Uh, oh, I just saw Brendan's uh, comment. In my defense, Peter Lorre was also in The Raven. Which Raven movie? Not the new one with um, John Cusack. Peter Lorre's been dead for years. That's crazy. Anyway, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there is uh, no phone, no chat, no email. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be. As I said before, I mentioned uh, on the previous part of the broadcast, Yes, way older. Yes. Um, <laughs> Brendan just say what? Oh, way older. Uh, tomorrow night, the Hysterical Medium at Large show will be in Salem at the Griffin Theater. I will be doing that. Uh, Saturday night, I make a triumphant return to North Andover at Lots of Laughs Comedy Lounge uh, at the China Blossom, which I have not been there in, oh, almost a year. Almost a year. Uh but not for any reason other than bookings, and I've been busy, and I haven't gotten, so I'm very glad to be uh, to be up there, be a part of that. Also, uh, this Sunday, huge benefit, uh, Sunday, October 19th, a day for Eddie at the American Legion in Woburn. Uh, I'll be uh, doing that myself, and Paul D'Angelo will be on that show. Uh, and then Monday night, I'm going to be uh, doing an open mic night at Scorpion's Bar and Grill in Durham, New Hampshire. That's where I'm going to be. Now, ladies and gentlemen, oh, I knew I started the music too early, did I? Yeah, I did. Ah, because I wanted to talk about something very important. Next week, next Wednesday, next Wednesday night, Radio Irregardless will have a wonderful guest on the show, comedian, called Comedian, however she likes it, Elena Susco uh, will be on, the, uh, on, on Radio Irregardless. But more than that, we are doing another live remote, ladies and gentlemen, at a club called Whippersnappers up in Londonderry, New Hampshire. That's the big news there. So next week, Alana Susco, live remote from Whippersnappers in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Guys, it's been fantastic. Have a great weekend. We'll see you live next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.